Welcome, welcome. You are listening to the All My Friends podcast, the Manchester-based dance music and culture, which is a bit yucky, the word culture, but culture show uh, that likes to talk about interesting things happening to, because of, and around you, the listener. I'm really, really excited to be chatting with today's guest. He's a must-follow on Instagram for anyone who likes memes that don't pull any punches, memes that remind you we're all a bit noncy, really. Memes that dismantle the royal family, memes that think Captain Tom should have done 150 laps. And basically, he runs a meme account for anyone who Chag has buller. Uh, on the show today, we're going to be speaking about the cultural impact and legacy of memes, the space they occupy in British culture, and we'll be discussing how and why they became so pervasive. Hopefully that sentence didn't bore you to tears. The show is going to be a right laugh. It's not a BBC4 documentary. Um, so if you haven't guessed who it is by now, uh, I mean, you should have. His name's in the show's title. I'm very pleased to welcome Sam Hammond, a.k.a. Vom Cruz, onto the show. Hello, Sam. Or is it Vom? What would you prefer, Mr. Cruz? Hi, Hi Liam. Um, thanks for having me. You can call me whatever you want, to be honest. Don't don't really care. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, Captain Dickhead, that'll do. <laughs> uh, I think we'll stick with Sam. Um, All right, yeah, that's fine. What did you uh, What did you think of your intro, by the way? This is the first time I've ever done one like that, and I sort of feel like I'm introducing you on like a Saturday night variety show. It's a bit. I think it's a bit much, or was it? Was it? You know, stroke the ego. Uh, I, don't I don't know. I don't. I don't know what you usually do, but I mean, it's fine by me. Yeah, it's. Uh, you know, it's a fair, a fair sort of introduction to the nonsense that I do. <laughs> um, yeah, it is really cool to be speaking with you today. And I didn't want to give like much information about you in the intro because I'm, we're going to go into all that now. Um, but before we get into the show proper and start talking about all the weighty stuff I just mentioned, um, it'd be great to have a little chit chat and hear about like the Vom Cruise story, how you got started you know, where did the account come from and how did it grow yeah. and why, really? Um, I didn't plan to do it. I just sort of accidentally created a monster, I guess. I guess I sort of, similar to anybody else, I got sort of a bit addicted to Instagram and that format. I liked it when I first found it. And I only went onto social media for the first time to... I was never really on it. I only went on it to start promoting the band I was in and... I realised when our sort of music was dwindling in popularity that I, I, I could get attention by posting memes, you know, and, and sort of share our music that way and or build our follow account that way. And that's how it happened, really. And then the band broke up and I'd sort of... Then I was... I think I was addicted to just sort of the meme idea or, or like just making people laugh, I guess. And it was sort of growing. And I just mentioned to the band, like, oh, do you mind if I carry on? And then... Um, just use the account for something else. So I did that, and, and I don't think I had the name for a while, and then I got sort of obsessed with Tom Cruise one week for some reason. I got sort of weird obsessions, and then, yeah, that I, I think that's where Vom Cruise came from. But 
Yeah, I don't know really. I, I, you know, I didn't. I've taken a few breaks from it and actually been much happier. So I don't know why. I just, just don't delete it. But yeah, it's it's addictive. Oh, that's interesting. That's what's like the dark side of running a, a popular meme account. Then, like, what is it? Just the stress of posting and running the account. It's not running the account. No, it's nothing like that. It's just I think if we'd all be happier if we weren't looking at our phones all the time and or on social media. You know, it's like. It's everything else you see on there as well, isn't it? Stuff, st- stuff that I see on there that's just going on in the world really depresses me. So you know, it's like I don't know. Yeah, it's just a, it's a waste of fucking time at the end of the day. There's, there's not not much point yeah, doing it. But, but. I, I think it's a it's a very good it's a very good lens to look at our society though as well. I've got a question about it later, so we're jumping well ahead here. But cool. It is, All right. It, it, it is for me. It's very much like a news source. I've had news broken on there before. You know, Prince Philip memes, and then that was the first time I heard yeah. he died and. So, yeah, I think you need to, you do need to sort of like approach it with caution or just a bit of education. Otherwise, you can end up, as you say, going down a rabbit hole. I really love Twitter for that. Like, I, I go on to, I don't post on Twitter very often, but I love it for um, news and there's a lot of really funny people on there, you know. So I get a lot of laughs from that. Instagram's becoming more and more just people trying to show us how pretty they are or how good their life is and it's just it's just getting a bit dull you know i um i suppose memes can they keep it a bit funny but you know mm-hmm. it's, it's getting yeah, a bit think, yeah. yeah so sorry go on sorry i don't even know what i was saying mate don't worry about it <laughs> carry on <laughs> but i mean like yeah in, instagram is quickly going down that tiktok route and again i've yeah. got a few yeah. things about this later but it's very much like everyone's almost being shoehorned into becoming a meme without even you know, creative thought behind making it yeah. funny. Yeah. Like the, the platforms are geared towards that. Put a pin in it though, because we're, we're going to the end of the show before yeah. we started. Okay. <laughs> um, All right. All we right. are primarily, primarily a music podcast and I can't yeah. go any further without asking you a bit more about the band and like your musical influences. What, do you, what did you play? Were you the singer? Um, I, was, I was a singer and a songwriter um, and it was, I mean... We noticed from an early, early sort of point that things going viral could help your band sort of go somewhere because me and a couple of the guys in the band were just making demos. And I was in Manchester at the time, living in Manchester, and we we um, we were making them just for the love of making music. Really, we'd sort of given spent a long time trying to make it in music and not gotten anywhere, and then we made some demos and we, we put one online and uh, we couldn't afford to make a music video. So I just made a music video using some sort of stock footage or clip. No, it was clips from a film actually. And, um, and it went because of the nature of the, the song was a really sort of catchy pop song, but also the footage was sort of edited well to meet, mix sort of meet the song. And, and it went sort of viral and that actually got us signed and turned us into a real band. Um, so yeah, I mean, from early on we were like, oh, this is how it's done now. You know what I mean? You you get people's attention by doing something funny that they're going to share or something you know that they're going to enjoy and share because like a song just doesn't cut it for most people anymore. That it's not a quick quick enough gratification, I think. Um, but yeah, we we and then so we were called Swiss Lips and then we signed to Sony and we had a lot of the standard troubles that bands have signing to major labels, sort of, you know, um, struggling, having an album put on a shelf, all that bullshit. And then eventually we, we got two albums out that I'm proud of and, you know, they were good, but it was, 
it was a uh, you know it ended sort of not as well as I'd hope but it was all right you know we, we had we still were very lucky we had a lot of good experiences and got to tour and make some good music and stuff like that which a lot of great bands don't even get that anymore so you know I'm grateful for that yeah and you were based in the northwest at the time weren't you I remember you said on the it's your funeral podcast you were yeah you were what like working around Blackpool and you doing stuff like that was that was that right or uh no I was in when I was in that band, I was in Manchester. I'd been in Man- I lived in Manchester for about ten years, but I'm from. I grew up in Lancashire, so you know I'm I'm, uh, I'm from around there anyway. Um, but yeah, I lived in Manchester for a long time, and that's where the band was formed. Northwest represent. I'm from the Lake District, yeah. so a Tory Lancashire. Oh, nice. <laughs> is that is that considered the Northwest, the Lake District, or is that just the North? Uh, I think it's. I think it's 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 west of northeast. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I suppose. Yeah, do you? I suppose yeah, it's really west, isn't it? It's more west than where I'm from. Do you have a? Do you have a, a little nugget of Kendall mint cake rather than having a Red Bull? Do I? Well, I'm, I'm from Keswick, and I'm, our main our main export and claim to fame is a pencil factory. So, may I've been to it. I've been to the pencil museum. I mean, it's shit. Yeah. It? We also had Cars of the Stars back when I was growing up, which had like the Batmobile from like the 1960s. Oh, um, I've been there as well. You had a Del, Del Boy's little. Um, yellow robin reliant as well yeah i've been there as well yeah i used to we used to for some reason used to like go there on holiday i don't know why when i was a little kid we'd go there for like a week and it was about an hour away from my house and raining (laughs) but it it is very beautiful yeah i think i think i i sort of like uncovered it's like sort of like beauty and coming back from uni i was like and all all my friends were like 18 to 20 were like fucking hell this is actually quite class like we could go home for like a month a month of the year and we could do some walking on the one month where it's sunny, but yeah, growing up, it was, it was like a small town shithole, and all the lads from Cockermouth yeah. would come over and try to fights with us, and that's yeah. a real place as well. <laughs> and it was just uh, yeah, Cockermouth. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was the same where I grew up, and I grew up in a little village called Brinskill, and it was very um, sort of violent at times. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, very very beautiful to go back and visit. But uh, just why one word on kettle mint cake? If you do have like a little bit, you are probably going to get diabetes. That stuff is like rocket fuel for yeah. sugar. All um, your teeth will fall out. Yeah, yeah, mate. It's not. It's not great. I think it's it's built for walkers going to mountains. It's not built for everyday consumption. I don't think. <laughs> um, another question I had because um, I get a lot of these as well, and like my all my friends' account on Instagram is tiny. It's about six hundred followers. Uh, but I get yeah. inundated sometimes with just really weird collaboration requests from people who are completely not suitable to collaborate with like my brands. I had I had Aventa watches get in touch to ask me to do like a watch collaboration, and these people had obviously not taken any time to like understand what I do. Um, really? I just wanted to know have you had any mad requests from people who were like, I'm obviously not going to sincerely sling Bibles to my followers because um, you just have a look at what I do. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think people, nobody wants to be associated with me and rightly so, because I don't, even when I had my, my, old, my old account and I had, you know, like 50,000 followers, I didn't get any, I got like one or two requests to like promote something on there. And it was always something completely unrelated to what I was doing. So it would look really stupid. And 
And it was always, I said, well, you know, how much money are you going to give me? And they were, you know, I'll do anything for some money. And then they would, they would like uh, say, well, it's, it's all dependent on how many of these, uh, you know, gnome-shaped toilet cleaners we sell or something. You know, I'd be like, well, you can get fucked. Do you know, like, no, no, no one's going to buy them. So, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. And I know people with accounts with really sort of low, not low, but like not that many followers who get a lot of requests to, promote shit and yeah, no one no one sends me anything for free which I'm livid about and nobody asked me to do anything for them for money which I'm also angry about so yeah if anybody's listening and wants to give me like a tenner just to you know I don't know sell whatever bullshit you're making then I will do it yeah, I, I I did think about going to this this watch brand. I I did some research and they have one star on Trustpilot because they are just scammers. But I was like, go and send me a free watch, and I will just do yeah. like a naked photo shoot in my living room and just really go to town and just have a bit of a laugh with it. Um, but then it turns out you have to pay for them to send you the watch, and then the watch never arrives. So. And why, why did you? Why were you going to get naked? <laughs> was that part? I of was the, just uh... like, do you know what? I just it was. I wanted to sort of do like a send up of you know like the Instagram influencer culture where you've just got oh like, right, just like people all over you. the country just really mm. just like you know pushing themselves up against walls with like the latest from Misguided on. I was like, do you know what? Yeah. Let's like sort of like subtly send that up by sh- while shilling some shit watches. Um, you could put the, the watch, watch around on. your knob. And, uh, I, mean, I, mean, that's, I don't know. I think that's uh, I'll start getting banned <laughs> then. Like, <laughs> yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Um, could you also tell us uh, which are your favourite meme accounts? Like, where do what, what is the meme account for meme accounters, or where do you go um, to sort of like, you know, I think inspiration for content may be too too strong, but where do you go to sort of have a chuckle? Um, I don't really follow many sort of those big meme accounts um a lot of them they're not really dark enough for my humor you know like my sort of tastes they're always kind of a bit like you know the reason they've got millions of followers is because they they sort of you know that lots of people can enjoy them and you know they're not that i don't know i just don't find them that funny and also i've done work for a few of them so i know that actually they're not like just one guy on his phone. There are a bunch of marketing guys in an office, so it kind of takes takes the fun away when you know that. So, but yeah, I don't really, I don't post a lot of those like standard memes, really. Anyway, I, I just sort of post videos and photos I find funny and and or, or things that I think I can take the piss out of and write stupid captions, you know. But my main, my favorite account is probably, do you know, East from Manchester, Luke Unabomber. Um, He's just really funny, and he's not like a miserable prick like me. He's his posts are quite uplifting, and you know he, he sort of finds the beauty in the tragedy of life rather than just moaning about it like I do. And I don't know him; he just makes he makes me laugh most days. Um, and I like I like a, there is a meme page I like called Meme Tides. I don't know who that is doing that, but I like that. It's because it's really it's quite dark and insane and weird, you know. And it, it it's not a big page, but it's. It's just mad, and I, yeah, I like that. For anybody listening, uh, links to them meme accounts will be popped in the description. Oh, and fuck, of course, I forgot. Like and subscribe, like and subscribe. You've got to do all that stuff. Um, I hate it. I feel like I'm selling my soul every time I ask them. But please like Sell and subscribe it. if you like the content. Content, And also, Luke Unabomber, you never got back yeah. to me when I asked you to come on the show. 
please reconsider now. Him, <laughs> yeah, I asked him to come on my podcast as well, and he ignored me. So, but yeah, he's a busy man. I think he's he's like a, a successful restaurateur. Is that the right word? Yeah, he's a, you know he's a he's a very, he's he's not just dicking around on the internet all day like me. He's a he he started with a electric yeah. chair, so he does a lot with uh, Homo Electric and stuff as well. So he's like a DJ by night, restaurant yeah. by day. I think I'll actually be watching him play on Saturday, which is going to be fun if I can oh, nice. uh, if I can get my vaccine passport sorted out in time. Otherwise, I won't be able to get in. But uh, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm going to use that as like a soft. I'll sell you mine if you want. <laughs> How much are you selling it for? <laughs> Six quid. Whatever. I mean, if, yeah. if you've got a printer, like you know, yeah. it's a license to print money, really, isn't it? <laughs> How do how do they uh, do they check, are they going to scan them to check if they're real or, or cause you can just Photoshop it surely? So you need to sort of you need to do a lateral flow test and then send a code into the right. government and then it's going to go to my phone. Ah, I think you need okay. to use the app, but because I'm I'm between phones at the moment because I broke mine. I have an iPhone right. five which can't download nice. the app, so I'm a bit retro. I, I know, yeah, I think it's really fashionable, but I think uh, yeah, I'm panicking a bit now because I want to go out and get wrecked on Saturday. I don't know if I can. <laughs> uh, I'm oh, sure mate, I'll be fine. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always like to do a little bit of a quick fire questions round as well. Yeah. Um, so sure. Can I throw a few at you? Yeah, go for it. Um, have you got a quick list of the latest set of things you've decided are Tory? Um, the Olympics is pretty Tory. Keir Starmer's definitely a Tory. Ped- pedigree dogs are Tories. People who constantly talk about coffee, you know, just have a fucking Kenko, shut up. Anybody who goes to space is definitely a Tory. Kettle chips, uh, Joe Wicks, uh, 90% of the population of this horrible little nasty island it seems to be a Tory. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it for now. <laughs> Do you know what? Because I've been following them lists and... I mean, you won't be able to see this listening, but this bookshelf behind us is definitely yeah. fucking Tory. I did that bust. Is it? Fucking, we've got really? classical civilization. Yeah. I even said, I was uh, like, do I, do I want to position myself this way when I'm talking to Sam? Because. No, listen. No, no, no. Like, having an interest in the world is not Tory. You know, I don't know. Like, pretty, pretty Patel. You know, so her behaviour is 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 Tory. Tick, you know, people. I mean, I, I've sort of taken on the word Tory just to mean anything that I don't like. So it's, it doesn't, doesn't really mean anything at all. I mean, I'm just being a dick, a dickhead. But yeah, that, no, your your bookshelf looks lovely, Liam. Don't worry about it. Thank God for that. I've got some validation for it. Sweet. <laughs> um, Shag Mary Avoid, Samson Hampson, the dad from the family, and Wayne. Okay. And why? Uh, Right, I'd marry Wayne because he's the richest and he'll be dead soon, so I'd inherit a lot of cash. He's like, he can't keep just blasting coke at um, his his hotel every weekend when he's like, you know, he must be 60 or something and his head looks like it's about to explode. So yeah, Wayne will be dead soon, so I'll have his money, I'll marry him. Um, Who's the other two? Family, Dad and Samson. Samson, Samson. Um, I'd probably shag the dad from family because he's got quite a nice, shapely, feminine arse. Um, I'd avoid Samson at all costs because I think he wants to. I think he wants to kick my head in. So you know, I'm not going near him. Real world, kick your head in. Well, I think if he, he met me, he would. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I've, he's, he's he's had a few words with me. So yeah. Um, and I, to be honest, I only. 
I only started going for him and for a laugh because he was attacking like women and trans women you know people who are already having a shit time and are vulnerable enough and he was having a go at them every day and just for his own fucking bullshit so I started laughing at his stupid videos and you know I do get a bit obsessed with people and maybe I was a bit mean to him at times because I don't know he, you know he might not be a bad person really but anyway yeah I think I might have upset him a bit but anyway sorry Samson <laughs> uh, and the last one uh, who'd win in a fight Hasbulla or Captain Tom is that a, a joke question? Has Buller would snap his neck before he got around one lap of the garden. He, he's a he's a he's a vicious little psychopath, a miniature Stalin. Yeah, he, he's I, I, yeah, he's brilliant. He, he's he's so evil. Um, yeah, I don't think Captain Tom would stand a chance, even in his like Burma years. He wouldn't stand a chance. <laughs> great amazing and one more quick question before I, uh, yeah. we dive into like the uh, the, sh- the show properly I've, I've got here in quotation marks can okay. you tell us a bit more about the banning uh, and you know what went on because I remember when, when, you, when you follow meme accounts like if they're not there all the time you do mm. sometimes forget and then you came back and you're like sorry I've been shadow banned and I was like oh this is interesting what's going on someone's mm. finally caught up with you and did you ever get your interview with Rose West no, um, I'd love that. And I, I said to someone else the other day, you know, that was, I think, was just the final straw because it was on the cards for a long time. Like, I mean, years, I'd, I'd run that count for years. So they they remember all the naughty stuff you've done and they don't sort of wipe your litany of, of crimes after a while. They They come back to haunt you. So, you know, about three years ago, before Instagram was really, really strict with rules i used to like I'd, be, I'd get drunk and just like post a photo of an old man's dick for a laugh do you know what i mean or, like something like that and cause it was funny and then they'd say no delete the deleting that that's against the rules and then they've tightened up their rules loads and loads and loads so at the end of the day i think they were just looking for a reason to ban me or someone kept reporting me as well but then all i did was say does anybody know or does anybody have a contact um with rose west because i want to interview her for my podcast now you know, um, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not a journalist, but I mean, I could be. And, you know, if, if I'm running a podcast, if Piers Morgan went and did it, he'd get a BAFTA. You know, like, it would be a groundbreaking interview if I could interview Rose West. Now, I wasn't fucking thinking that anyone knows Rose West that was going to be able to get me out. It was a joke. Do you know what I mean? But um, Instagram doesn't understand jokes. And someone said that I was promoting hate by that request, which I don't understand. But... Um, yeah, like I said, I think they were just wanting a reason to delete my account, and I appealed loads to get it back, but it just it's not happening. So, never mind. <laughs> yeah, but again, it's almost like it is a bit lip service from Instagram because if they really wanted to stop you on the platform forever, they, they you know they probably could as well. So, it's a weird hill to die on a Rose West interview. You, I'm, I'm sure you've done or posted something far worse or weirder. Maybe they were just like. You know, maybe they've got like a, a dartboard in their office being like, who are we going to ban today who's a bit edgy? And we'll just. I think it's just like some sort of, I think it's some sort of weird bot system or algorithm system now. I think, I don't think there's a, I think when you do issue a request uh, to review your suspension or whatever it's called, they, a, an actual human might look at it, but then. I've heard from somebody who knows... I mean, this is a bit boring. I'm trying to be quick. Cut this out if it's boring. But I heard from someone who who 
works in social media that Instagram don't like meme accounts and they don't really want them on there anymore because they're all about gathering personal information and someone like me doesn't share any personal information you know all I, I'm just trying to make people laugh and they all they want is influencers and people sharing where they're at what what venues they're going to what they're eating what their interests are because they just you know harvesting the information to sell it and they're not interested in meme accounts they because they'd make no money off me, you know. So they, you know, you can't sell something to someone who laughs at a, a dark joke. Really, you can't really sell much to them. So yeah, I think I think that's what's going on. I think they just don't care. And you know, my other, I've had lots of sort of complaints about my new account, and I've really been trying to follow the rules. So they'll probably delete it again, or I don't know. But it's at the end of the day, it's probably for the best. I should just throw my phone in the sea and just get on with my life. I mean, that's really interesting. I'll keep that in. That's a nice little... Uh... Mm. I don't know if that's true. I don't... Yeah, I heard no, that. I, I, but... I'm all for peddling hearsay, so... Um... Yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. Um, yeah, let's talk a bit more about memes then. Um, okay. As I mentioned before, uh, for me, you know, they, they have almost become a news source for a lot of people. Uh, you know, there's been multiple times in the past year where I've had news broken to me through memes and through your account as well, you know, Prince Philip yeah. being a prime example. Um, so why do you think they've captured the public's attention and imagination so much in like, the past 10 years? Because I remember when I, you know, when they first came along, I was like, the fuck is this? Like, I don't really get mm. it. And then they wheedled, they wheedled their way into like the public consciousness. So insidiously yeah. almost. And now I absolutely love them. <laughs> well, I guess like a meme is like, it's an instant joke. So, you, you know, you can just look at it and laugh and move on to the next one. And, or nobody has the time for somebody to tell you a, a proper joke anymore. And we're all addicted to, like, pleasure or, like, uh, we're all looking for a tiny hit of dopamine because, um, you know, that's what you get from Instagram. You're just, like, it, a little moment of pleasure, next, next, next. And it, we're all looking for that because life's hell. And it's, like, and we don't, we all have zero attention span. So I think I think who does, it's, like, a, a natural format for us to fall into you know, people struggle to read now. People, I, I do, you know, people struggle to focus on things. And a meme is such a quick, easy format to even get news, like you said, you know, like learn something, learn a fact or see what some idiot's been up to or just have a laugh. You know, it's, it's, it's instant gratification. I think that's probably why people like like it because everyone's just knackered and working hard and you know, it's, it's a quick way to sort of spend some time and have some fun. But I don't know. You know, you probably have to ask, a, 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 you know, someone who understands brains. I don't. I'm just guessing here. <laughs> um, I also think there's something that I, when I was doing the notes for this show, I was like, there's been times before when memes have, like, expressed something I never thought anybody else did. Or, do you know, there's so much shit now about, like, sleep yeah. paralysis demons, and I'm like, I have sleep paralysis demons. That is, like, me entirely. Like, someone's, like, crystallised mm. that, that that yeah. little thing that I only thought I did really really well and that's that that's like really really funny. Um, well, there's there's a nice thing with sorry, go on. No, you go first. The, You're the guy. I was just saying there's a I was just saying there's a really nice thing with social media, you know, and for all its evils, there's a really nice thing with um, sort of you know, like you said, like you saw you see people talking about that, making jokes about it, and you. You know, it's you sort of form, especially on my on my page. I'm, I've noticed it forms like a little community of people who have similar sort of 
mindset or sense of humor and it's nice you know like i i sometimes i'll make a post and the best thing about the posts are the comments you know because it's like people all join in and and do really make really funny comments way funnier than the caption that i put on there or and it sort of made like a little horrible community of hateful people but it's like that the good thing about social media is you see that and you see like on twitter how many just individuals around the world are very very funny people and they might just be like an accountant by the day by day or whatever they're not comedians but they're just hilariously funny and they're sharing similar experiences to you so you can laugh at it and that is nice and sort of comforting that you just know like oh you fit in the world you know and i get that is one thing i, I think that is nice and like you said you go oh yeah i'm normal i am having sleep paralysis demons you know it's not insane it's it's all right and let's make a joke out of it i think that's a good thing yeah yeah what's the other one um wiping your hands after pissing in your rhino when you get some splash back now people just think i've washed my hands like that was that was the first one that got me i don't suppose you've ever see, i didn't that. even see that I didn't even see that one. I, I, I could. I don't know. I was thinking about this before before we had a chat, because I don't really know what a meme is. I thought like a meme had to be like a, one of those formats, you know, like that become popular, like the guy with his girlfriend who's looking at another girl, or you know. And I, I very rarely post that kind of thing. I just sort of post funny stuff I find on news or and then I just make some snarky comment about it that that's what I'm just so I don't know I it, people always say I run a meme account but I'm like is that a meme I don't even know if it is I, yeah, I don't know what a meme is I don't know why you've got me on here to be honest <laughs> <laughs> well do you know what you've absolutely teed me up for the next question um, okay which is word for word how do you define yeah. a meme <laughs> Maybe we should just stop here. <laughs> um, me, me, me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I was thinking, I, you know I've got no idea what one is. You know, we look back at sort of like the early 2010s and you've got stuff like, you know, Philosophy Raptor and Determined Baby, if you remember them. Very like... No, I don't, I don't know any of them. Cause, yeah, I don't, I don't think I was doing that then. I don't know. No, maybe I was. No, I started posting things like funny shit around like 2014 or something. But I, I don't, I don't remember those things because yeah, I never really engaged in those popular formats. You know, not really. Yeah, I mean they were quite basic by today's standards and like simplistic in terms of like it was like mainly a picture with a title at the top and a title at the bottom. But now I think what I mean yeah. is is like expanded to basically anything that can convey an emotion or convey i don't know does it I don't know, does it even have to be humor i mean it is it richard be... dawkins that came up with the term meme i think it might have been yeah i think it uh, was and i bet he, i mean he's got a lot to answer for anyway but i bet he didn't i bet he didn't um i bet he didn't expect this to happen just like ma this madness absolute madness <laughs> but I, mean, it's, um, I mean like if you look at your own account like what would you say like mm. the what do you think the sort of like the common trend is amongst what you do? Um, and do you think that trends actually just, again, you said I don't run a meme account. I just run what I like. So I still think mm. they are memes and I still think most people say they're memes. But what do you, right. what do you see okay. in your own posts, which sort of goes just, to you? That's funny. I'm going to post it. Um, I mean, yeah, they they might be called memes for all I know. I don't I don't know really know what a meme is. Like I said, I thought it was those those sort of standard format things, but m maybe it's not. But 
the the common thing i mean i just moan on there really but I, I i don't know i find a lot of the things that go on in the world that are very popular i find them quite ridiculous like I'm, i turn into a really grumpy old man and my way of dealing with that and you know my sort of disconnect from what's going on is to just laugh at how ridiculous i think it is and you know slowly like pe- people all are also thinking the same thing because they're on board with me but slowly that people will drop off and i'll just i'll just be like an old man in my garden going that's shit <laughs> you <know? laughs> well you probably get to that point where um it's like our parents now who are, you know people are overwhelmingly you know i really don't want to start using stuff like millennials and boomers but yeah you know, facebook was the sort of the platform of like last generation yeah. you know and now like instagram yeah. is probably going to go that way and it is just going to be full of middle-aged yeah. men just like that'd be me like, yeah. Yeah, really neat. like all the you know all the kids are on tiktok but tiktok will get superseded and then i just think the, yeah. the way these what's next what is next only fans we need one that i mean yeah i mean only fans to monetize i don't audience. think it, i mean i could do my post my uh me, my memes i guess the memes on, on only fans but no one's going to pay five pound a month for them and no one's going to pay five pound a month for me getting my tits out so it's not i don't think only fans is the fo- is a, is the platform for me i think we need we need an, a new platform which is sort of less limiting than Obviously, it's a really hard thing to do because you can't say there's no rules because then people will start spreading like hate or, you know, pedos will start using it or whatever. You can't, you can't, you know, there has to be some rules, but I think there should be room for humor. And I think that's where Instagram's gone wrong recently is that someone will report something that I say as being hateful when if you're a human, you can clearly see it's a joke. Whilst they, for instance, I posted um, a video of Prince William and what's she called, Kate, doing, um, they were speaking in Gaelic, Irish Gaelic, and they were saying like, happy St. Patrick's Day to the people of Ireland. You know, and I saw the sort of hypocrisy in the royal family doing that because, you know, they're absolute colonial bastards and, the, the, the you know, the Brits have fucked island over for centuries and and so it annoyed me you know that they're like Ooh, we're all like we're, we're your friends so i just put i posted it and i put this makes me want to join the ira now that's clearly a joke I, you know I, I i i wouldn't know how to join the ira if i if i wanted to and i'm not irish and you know so anyway somebody reported that and then instagram said i was I was uh, promoting terrorist organizations and it's like I'm you know clearly not I was making a joke out of that and so there's no room for humor really on Instagram or dark humor anymore and that that's sad because you know lots lots of people like that so it would be good to have a platform where we can do things like that but also be safe from uh knobheads i don't know yeah it's, it's it's a very difficult i don't think it's possible yeah yeah i mean i think your only way forward there would be something like discord but then is it still if it's a private tried, community uh, where where you know you not anyone can see it and engage that you can't gain new followers that way then does it have a like yeah link? i went on to discord for i 
Am I part of this? Well, not part of it. I uh, I subscribed on Patreon to a podcast that I like, a comedy writer that I like, and then he was like, oh, I'm doing this thing on Discord where we can all like go on and have a group and we can chat and stuff, all the patrons. And I was like, I didn't know, know what Discord was, so I downloaded it to have a look, and it was just fucking chaos. It was like, there's just so much... It's like, right, this room, we're chatting about this, this room... And I was like, who's got time to do this? So, yeah, I I, I did not um, enjoy that experience, you know. But, yeah, I don't... I'd like, like, a sort of Instagram, an exact... A photo-based social media app where you can be a bit more... Maybe it's comedy-based and you can just be a bit more sort of fun with it. And, you know, because they're... They're, they're tightening up all the time, Instagram, uh, and it's just it's just getting boring. Maybe something like but, yeah. Instagram later. Do you remember Hollyoaks later? It was on in like the early two thousands, where they tried to be a bit edgy and did it late night. Yeah, Instagram. Was that when they like work. one of them showed us their tits and they started saying fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, thirteen year old Liam was all over it. So <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember it well. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. great. Uh, yeah, maybe just. We just need to, I don't, I mean, if I had any billionaire friends, I'd just launch a rival to Instagram because all these big companies, none of them have a rival. There's no, it's, they've got a monopoly, haven't they? There's no competition. So we need, we need a rival. If any billionaires listen to this podcast, you know, give us a shout. How, how soon until you get bought out for like a million? Because like, let's say you get a billion billionaire friend that we're going to make this social media platform to rival Instagram. Yeah. And then Instagram are like, all right, well, you've put in 50K but we'll give you 50 million. Yeah, I'd I'd take it instantly and fuck everybody, yeah. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> I'm off to the Maldives. <laughs> no, I would take it and I would share it out between all my followers, apart from 10 million of it, which I would keep because I'd need to move to the Maldives and develop an enormous cocaine habit and get um, a speedboat and a gun and buy Hasbulla. Is, is, is he is he property? Do you think? I reckon he's, he has a, a handler, price. doesn't it? Like he's like there's yeah. somebody with him at all times. Yeah, there is. Yeah, and uh, that would be me then. I'd buy that job. So yeah, I'd have him a speedboat, a machine gun, like you know, a mountain of cocaine, uh, and yeah, you know, I'd blast through that ten million as fast as I could. But the rest would go to all my loyal, beautiful followers. So let's make this happen if anyone's listening do you know what in several points in this podcast you've teed me up to mention some friends who really wanted shout outs they were like please okay. tell Von Cruz that we really like him but I'm not going to do oh, that is that so, no do it who is it <laughs> uh, it's it's what are the handles I Liddle it's my friend Lydia and she's like we're, we're, they're really excited to listen to the show so uh, oh hi I, hi Lydia and Lucy and Gabby Hi, Lucy. and Tom and Lewis. And they were like, can you give us Gabby, a shout-out? And, and I was like, it's not like, it's not Midday Radio 1. I'm not about to play Ed no. Sheeran, but do you know what? You've teed me up Piccadilly too much. Piccadilly Key 103. Yeah. This one's to Kelsey doing a GCSEs in Pepperminster. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, thank you, your friends, for following my nonsense. And, yeah, tell them, you know, if they can make the new app happen, then, they, you know, they'll get, a, they'll get a cut. Oh, amazing. So, a lot of social media platforms as well. I'm looking at like TikTok here, essentially, you know, are building their sort of platforms and their content delivery in such a way that I'd say it's almost impossible now for people not to create meme-like content. Um, so do you think stuff like TikTok's method of content delivery will see us all becoming meme creators? 
or do you think these platforms lack something fundamental that's necessary to make good content you know we've already spoken about like a meme could potentially be anything so is anything on tiktok now a meme it's a bit of a question that eats itself but what do you think about that um well i think some people don't engage with any of this shit you know the the smart people they're not on social media they, they just get on with their lives quietly and they're probably much happier than us. But yeah, there's lots of us who are obviously addicted to it. And yeah, TikTok's obviously the most popular um, social media place. And you know what? I I like video content and, and, you know, I like some of the comedy that comes out of TikTok. I've seen lots of stuff and I just... Um, you know, I'm being a miserable old man again, but I, all the, the fucking dancing, like, stop dancing. Like, yeah, unless you're a professional dancer, great. You know, I like watching some people dance because they're amazing at it. I don't need to see some fucking dickheads dancing or, like, so, someone's mum and dad dancing every day. You just don't need it, you know. Um, uh, but, yeah, I mean, look, they're entitled to do whatever they want with their lives. <laughs> That's just my opinion. <laughs> but, yeah, but I, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just sick of seeing it. It's like, I'm not arse, mate. Yeah. Again, like, we're we're chasing likes here as well, but it is it is slightly annoying when a lip syncing teenager just gets hundreds of thousands of like likes. Uh, but then again, do I really care about that? I don't think I do. Well, I shouldn't, should I? But there's a lot I of mean, irritant it, and hate that comes out the back of it as well, which is really sad for like certainly young people. But the problem is as well that it affects because everything because we live in capitalist hell everything that happens on there or wherever youtube affects every other sort of stream of art so you know like you're a music podcast like every every time you know there's someone on tiktok who gets millions of followers they get like a record deal and they're not a musician and they'll release some music and it's bullshit and it makes you know pop music there's been periods where pop music was great and innovative and interesting and wonderful and and even that now is just all so bland and i think you know it's sort of because like labels and people like that just want somebody with a ready-made fan base they'll like sign anyone so you know it's like it it's just ruining lots of different things you know but i mean they're all sort of dying anyway but yeah maybe maybe you know you said where you said that like well all content creation go to sort of TikTok. Maybe, I mean, the Tories are doing some horrible things at the moment, but imagine like a world where they made TikTok mandatory and we had to sort of, we all had to dance for our crumbs of food. You know, they're doing worse things than that already. So maybe, maybe, I saw a thing the other day that the Tories are saying that um, they're going to start monitoring certain people, definitely just poor people, they're monitoring them to see how much exercise they do and what food they eat. And if they do enough exercise, they will get they get certain like credits to buy f- to get cheaper food. It's fucked up. We're living like dystopian hell. There's, it's there's mental. Been a, there's been a few posts. There's been a few things I've seen like that, and I'm like, well, that that's that isn't real. What was the other one? Um, eight years, you know, fourteen years in jail for journalists that embarrass the government, but. You know, this is cases yeah. when you've got like people from the Ministry of Defence leaving sensitive documents in Kent, and then you know that you know that's newsworthy, and that's like you know the government needs to be held to account for being idiots, and then you're like, no, well, no, mm-hmm. that's embarrassing, so it's a national secret thing, so we'll we'll arrest you and strangle the press. But what about like what about when Matt Hancock was caught, you know, like groping his 
advisor or whatever it was the other week um you know that was clearly embarrassing for him you know if you report on but it's interesting to the 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 public because you know he's a health secretary and he you know and he was one he was you know ignoring social distancing rules which they expect us to follow two you know it's always a scandal someone shagging someone you know i don't really care to be honest but i like I, i was very i don't care what anyone else does but i was happy to see the back of him and and um you know the newspapers have always written about things like that will they go will they get 14 years in jail for doing that you know what i mean you're not allowed to say anything well, I'm going to carry on saying that Boris bums dogs on my Instagram. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I'm going to say like all this, you know, all this dystopian hell does does create good content for you, though. I suppose. Um, yeah, what's, does, what's, yeah, been, but... what's been your highlight of the year so far? If, if you had to pick one, uh... content-wise, or just things that you've been able to sort of really dig into. Um, let me have a think. Highlight of the year, content-wise. Of, oh, Prince Philip dying was pretty good. I mean, when he, I mean, I, oh, look, I don't make it, you know, I make it pretty obvious. I, I have a real dislike for the royal family, um, just what they represent and what they do. As individuals, I don't really, I don't know them, so I don't really care. Do you know what I mean? But they, they know what they're doing, and I don't like any of them. Harry can fuck off as well. They're, you know, they all monsters in my eyes. So, uh, you know. I'd made that clear and a lot of people as soon as I was having a really busy day I'd like a lot to do and when he died I was like this is really inconvenient for me because loads of people were messaging me or texting me or saying I'm I'm waiting for the memes I'm waiting for the jokes about Prince Philip and I was like I don't have time for him to die today do you know what I was like <laughs> but, but you know yeah, it was. Uh, there was a lot of people working on that. It was. Just, it came out thick and fast. There was a lot of laughs at it, and so that was that was good. You know, can't wait for the Queen to die now. So we, you know, got got a lot of stuff ready. That's going to be absolutely mental, isn't it? So do you do you tend to get most of your content through submissions and just things you see yourself? Because you, you said you had a lot of people. Do a lot of people message? Because I've messaged you once or twice. Been look at this, <laughs> uh, but do you get um, a lot of people just like dropping you sort of? Yeah, I get a lot of people messaging me memes and things that are funny, things that they think I will think are funny, which is is very kind of them. But to be honest, I don't look in the inbox that often because it's just sort of chaotic and it's just, I don't have time like to look for it all. So, um, and reply to everyone's message and stuff, but I do appreciate it. But I just, I mainly see what's going on in the world and I often see that my news source is Twitter. So I'll go on Twitter and see what's going on. And then anything that I think's funny or insane, I will, um, I'll, I'll share and just, you know, write a silly caption to it. And that, that's kind of where things happen. But, and also like, I don't go on TikTok, uh, cause I don't, yeah, I just don't, don't have time or don't, or the inclination, but people often send me, they'll be like, have you seen this fucking monster on TikTok? And I'm like, oh God. Okay. Yeah. And then, then I can't help, but especially if they're a bit nasty, then I'm like, right, I'm going to bully them. Fuck off. You know, uh, I'll just, I'll just make fun of them. And uh, so yeah, that's what I do. TikTok 2019. Cause I me and my friend, we were work together and this is before like it got taken over by like lip syncing teens and it was just a rogues gallery of the weirdest shit ever and it was like genuinely like it was either people, brilliant yeah it was either people dressed up in like stilts like fucking monsters or just yeah. 
Yeah, and I was like, this is like the roguest thing I've ever seen. Um, I love that weird side of it. I really do. Like, there's a lot of weirdos on there, and I love that. It's that's fun and funny and very human. I just these trends, you know, like it's literally about eighty percent like pensioners or extremely vain teenagers dancing, and it's just that's not interesting, you know. Uh, I suppose that brings me on really, really nicely to my next question as well. Um, where do you think social media and content like memes are heading? Are we looking at total societal collapse, World War Three? Should we be worried? Uh, yes, we should be worried. The world is ending. The evidence is clear. You know, total societal environmental collapse is probably going to happen within the next hundred years. I, I'm no expert. I don't know anything, but you, everything is going to shit. You just look around you. You know and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. In in hundred years, but the only sign of human life left will be like Bezos and Branson's re- reanimated corpses, you know, noshing each other off on Mars. There's, <laughs> I don't know. We, we we but memes they and funny things make our sort of slow march towards death a little less miserable, I guess. But. I don't know. I don't think they'll have... Memes will not play a part in the end of the world. We're doing a good enough job of that with everything else. Amazing. And um, before we go, can you tell us a bit about anything you're doing at the moment? Uh, I know you're on the second series of the It's Your Funeral podcast. I'm a regular listener. Uh, I think the concept's great. Um, For listeners, uh, like and subscribe, and we will put links to that podcast as well in the show notes. Um, so what else have you got going on? Is there anywhere else we can find you? And where can we find you? Um, I'm not really doing much at the moment um, in terms of Vom Cruise. I am planning to do a new Vom Cruise podcast, which I've just sort of been throwing some ideas around in my head. And, and uh, that will happen in the next few months. I've just been sort of busy with my real life, you know, working and things like that. And, uh, but I am sort of planning to put that together you know in the next few months so that's something i'm looking forward to i'm still doing it's your funeral um that's a podcast that my friend barnaby came up with a concept for um which is it's mainly it's sort of like a desert island disc but a piss take about our guests imagined funeral so like who who can come to the funeral where is it what music's being played what can you eat you know all these things, and but it becomes sort of more of a a general topic on death, and I don't know, I don't know why he thought of it because he's he's got a smart brain like that, and he just asked me to sort of join in and talk shit. I think so. That's what I did, but it's been fun making it. We've had some really great guests, people like George Lamb, um, John Niven. Uh, we've had some really great guests, and. You know, been looking that in that respect, and yeah, we're going to do a few more. I think it might it might run its course soon that format because there's only so many times you can laugh at death. But um, yeah, I'm going to do something else. Don't know. I'll be around. And we can find you at, at von Cruise Two on Instagram. Yeah, for now, yeah, until that one gets banned. I always thought von Twos would have been good, but uh, too late. I you know I thought that as well, but. You know, I thought it might might just confuse people. I didn't. I, I couldn't work out how to spell that. You know, where it still would sound like from cruise or t t three o's and a w. But then you know, you might look a bit disabled writing that. Like, 
I already do look disabled, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I, don't, I, I couldn't work out to do that. So yeah, I just, I just went for the simple option. Amazing. But it was really, really lovely to chat to you today. Um, it's been really nice to have you on the show. And I've had a really great time and I hope you have too. So I have, yeah. Thanks for having me, Liam. It's been really, uh, it's been fun. Nice no to chat with you. Bye-bye. All right, mate. Bye.